Welcome to episode 138 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. In this episode, we talk about why community strategies are critical to brands and how you can build a community for your Shopify store. So let's get started. But first, a shout out to our sponsor, Bundle Builder. Join thousands of Shopify entrepreneurs that use Bundle Builder to create custom product bundles that turn browsers into buyers and dramatically increases average order values. Install Bundle Builder today and get a free 30-day trial plus an onboarding call to help get you set up for success. Simply visit www.bundlebuilder.app or click the link in the show notes. This is the e-commerce coffee break, the podcast dedicated to Shopify store owners who want to optimize their business for maximum conversions and revenue. Each week, you're going to get actionable advice and hear from special guests talking about various topics on how to run a profitable business on Shopify. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get e-commerce insights you can't Google. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today we want to talk about community building and what that has to do with Shopify stores. Now, a lot of Shopify stores have super fans, have brand ambassadors, have a growing community of customers, returning customers. And the best way to get them together, to grow your brand, to grow your business is to build up a community. Now, in the past, it was relatively difficult, but there is a solution out now that will help with that. For that reason, I have Tarek Mejio with me on the show today. He is working for Peerboard.com. He's the head of customer success and business development at Peerboard. He comes from a finance and relationship management background. And since joining Peerboard, he has been focusing on showing the value of building strong customer relationships through community to their clients. So let's say hello to Tarek. How are you today? Doing great, Buzz. Thanks for the intro and thanks for having me here. Tarek, tell me a little bit of the benefits and of the power of having a community for your brand, for your business. There's a broad spectrum of benefits. Generally speaking, we're talking about online communities. One of the things that is super important for online business is to be able to build a stronger and more organic relationship with their customers. For many years now, the norm has been this one to many communications approach when it comes to customers. You know, So we're either pushing out advertisements via social media or we're publishing blog content or we're sending out newsletters. And that's just sort of unidirectional approach for engaging customers with customers. That strategy, while it's good and it's definitely foundational, I don't think it flies anymore because modern customers, modern tech users, online shoppers, et cetera, et cetera, are much more demanding of the brands that they engage with. The primary value, if you look at it from that lens, is that people have a much better opportunity to engage with the brands that they buy from, that they use. And those brands have a much better opportunity to now showcase their understanding of their customer and really communicate with them in a meaningful and organic context. A lot of brands are building today on the promise of sustainability, of going green and all of this. And obviously the customers have sort of the same mindset. It should be easy to build up a community there. So what should be the thought process for merchants on how to approach the idea of building a brand new community? Make an excellent point. So this description about this sustainability consciousness, right? That's one aspect of your customer, right? Let's call it one characteristic of your client persona that may be true for your brand or it may not be true for your brand. I'm guessing if selling gaskets or repairing muscle cars, maybe sustainability isn't of the utmost concern to your customer. So I think the key point here is really diving into community from a marketing research perspective. So 
really building up that ICP, ideal customer persona or ideal client persona, and really understanding what's important to them. And I think this is probably easiest for brands that are sort of lifestyle oriented. I think the lifestyle brands have a pretty clear understanding of what it is that their customers like to do with their products. And so it's easy for them to sort of shape entire communities around that thing that, you know, so for example, if it's a company like, can we use company names here or are we supposed to be brand neutral? If it's a company like North Face, for example, they're very familiar with their customer. They know exactly what it is those customers are, are trying to do on the weekend, right? They're trying to get outdoors, they're trying to hike, they're trying to climb mountains. And so building a community around mountain climbing becomes a no-brainer for that kind of a brand. That's not to say that other brands can't do it as well. It just needs to be a little bit more well thought out, well targeted, and, and you really need to understand what's important to your customers. I can give you an example of a company that's not a lifestyle company that has done something similar. And this is a, a company that produces supplements that are, that are CPD based. They're actually one of our customers, Cannabitech. And I really, really was impressed by their marketing strategy. When we first spoke to them as a customer, they had already understood that their products were useful for pain reduction or helping for sleep or beauty and, and cosmetics and things of that nature. But they focused in on one element that they knew was sort of tangential to their brand offering, to their product offering. They focused on this idea of helping people improve their sleep and showcasing the benefits of good sleep. And and those two things, they may seem like a cognitive dissonance at the first glance. You think, okay, I have a CBD cosmetics company and a CBD supplements company. What does that have to do with sleep? But they, it showcased a very strong understanding of their client persona. And so they built this entire community around how to improve sleep, the benefits of good sleep on health, on productivity, on whatever. And they really stuck their heels in and, and built that community using this system. Within a few weeks, their community is so much more lively than I would have ever anticipated. It just shows you what a good focused strategy can produce. Now at peerboard.com, you have a huge experience with building communities. When is the right moment within the customer journey or within reaching out to customers to invite them into a community? The journey starts before you've identified somebody as a customer. You should view the community as a catch-all, a net that's there to welcome any potential customers as they become aware of product that they're trying to go after. The touch point in the customer journey would actually be before they're even considered a potential customer. You focus on the community itself, the purpose of the community, whether that's to support a certain lifestyle or to help people exchange information about a particular profession. If you're selling a business optimization tool, that could be something that you do. Um, or it could just be a product review community. You focus on creating the community and you should start with the assumption that anybody could land on this community page. And then you have to have a strategy in place for understanding who in that community is potentially a qualified customer and then getting them into the right networks within your community or within the right discussions within your community. It's far beyond you've identified any specific customer and say, hey, I'm going to have a, a community flow for this particular individual. You should focus on the community first and basically design it so that it's able to attract customers that suit your ICP. Okay. I think the most difficult part of building a community is to get it started. My question here is once you have done the setup, the technical part, which we'll dive in a second, and now you're going to go and want to kickstart your community. What's the best way to do that? What I mentioned before is probably the key component. The key component is is really clearly defining and doing your research, understanding what's important to your ideal customer and focusing in on that sort of core purpose for the community that makes it a valuable thing 
for this potential customer of yours. And then once you've done that, once you've defined that purpose, you can then say, all right, well, I need to pull in some initial discussions and you're going to have to build traction by force, by brute force initially. So you're going to have to actively invite people. You're going to have to actively seed discussions and you're going to have to actively invite your community members to contribute to the discussions, to perhaps produce their own content and perhaps invite people that are of a like mind, because generally speaking, your network of people, if you can identify somebody who's in your ICP, it's likely that they have similar people in their network. So that that would also be a good fit for your brand. So step one probably would be define the strategy, define what it is that the purpose of the community is going to be. Step two is identify a small group of people that you think you can engage early on and invite them in a very conscientious way and explain to them in a partnership discussion about what you expect from them to do in your community. Also empower them to invite new members. And then the third is, I think you'd have to design some sort of a reward mechanism. You have to make the community valuable for more than just being the community. If you really want it to take off and grow quickly. Now there's different ways of doing that. There's, you know, creating exclusive areas. There's uh, providing perks to your community members that are contributing in a way that you find helpful for your community. But generally speaking, you have to make this sense of value available to the community members. And then frankly, you're going to have to repeat these three steps over and over again. So you're going to have to constantly tweak strategy and the purpose, because as you go through this process and as you go through many iterations of this process, you're going to fine tune your understanding of what's important to your community members, what's important to your ICP. You have to be observant of what's happening inside of your community. What are the discussions that are receiving traction? What are the discussions that my community members are bringing to the table and that's not being seated by my marketing team? Those things are clues to what's important to your customers. So you have to iterate that process several times. The more you iterate, the more you get better at it, the less input that you'll need later down the line. But in the first, you know, definitely in the first, let's say six months to a year of having your customer community, it's, it's going to require some very conscious and purposeful effort. And now a quick break to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Bundle Builder. With over five years in the Shopify app store, Bundle Builder is the OG bundling app for Shopify stores. Get creative with custom product kits and gift boxes. Let your customers choose the bundle contents for a personalized experience or set up pre-built bundles. One click and it's in the cart. Use the powerful discount engine to create offers and deals like percentage, fixed or tiered discounts and set rules with conditions. Bundle Builder will sync your inventory in ways that work for your business with single or multi-SKU options available. Install Bundle Builder in the App Store today and get a free 30-day trial plus a free onboarding call to help you to get your store set up for success. Simply visit www.bundlebuilder.app or click the link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Okay. Would you recommend to have a dedicated person in the organization taking care about this? And who would that be? The typical answer would probably be a community manager. For example, in the case of our product community on pureboard.com, it's actually just everybody on the team checks in, participates, contributes to the community. So different communities have different cultures, but yes, definitely it's advisable to have somebody who owns the community project. It should probably be somebody with a community building or community management experience. But this also falls kind of under the umbrella of multiple different stakeholders within an organization. Community can fall under the marketing umbrella for client acquisition, for generating content. It can also fall under the sort of sales and customer service umbrella, recognizing opportunities for upsells and making sure that no customers is struggling with product. It can also be a support umbrella. So for product communities like ours, that's definitely something that's important, focusing on support questions and making sure questions are getting answered. So 
It really depends on the type of the community, but the short answer is definitely it's worth having somebody who owns the community space and is responsible for keeping it in good shape. No, it makes perfect sense. Now, I understand Peerbot has developed an integration for Shopify. Tell me a little bit more about it. We have a Shopify plugin. We are probably the only one that natively embeds into your Shopify store. So essentially the Shopify plugin is, it's exactly the same as our standalone community building platform. The difference being is that it exists as a Shopify app, takes around three minutes to launch, and then it connects very natively with your Shopify store. So that means that anybody that has a username on your Shopify that can log into your Shopify store can also log into the community if that's something that you want. Or if you prefer to have this be some sort of a special members community, you can also separate the login from your Shopify store and only give access to certain members inside of your inside of your network. It allows you to build the community right there natively on your Shopify store. And there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do with it, which is not least of which is being able to extract parts of the community, like for example, comment threads and place them on product pages and have those comment threads linked back to the community. When somebody's visiting a product page, they can also see if there's a discussion happening underneath one of your products and then they could probably choose to join the discussion and then it can become a lead acquisition channel for you. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do with the app. Sounds great that the product page becomes part of a community feature and just becomes more interactive. So I like this feature and there's more benefits to it. One that I can think out of my head and maybe you can add some more would be SEO for generating more content. Give me some examples what else beside of directly working with the customer, a community will help you in your marketing with. There's a couple of areas where I think the community really helps. And I mean, they're all kind of customer oriented, but the direction of information is what changes. So for example, for supporting your customers, a community is really great because you can have this ever-growing, evergreen content engine where common customer questions sort of accumulate on their own and you can answer them through the community. And then anybody that has a similar question in the future will see the answers already available. So if they had doubts about your products or if they had questions about using your products, they're already able to access these answers, which means that they're immediately able to be more satisfied with your product, right? Now, if we reverse the flow of information, if you as a team start recognizing that there are several questions happening about the particular product or several questions about a specific use case for a product. This becomes kind of a clue to the product teams to say, hey, maybe we need to do some optimizations here. Maybe we need to provide better information on how to use this product, or maybe we need to change our product offering. For example, if you're reselling some other brands' products, you might want to consider changing suppliers for something that's receiving better engagement or receiving better reviews elsewhere. So you can use your information, the community as a source of information about what's important to your customers and what's helping your customers and what's probably taking customers away from you. Okay. The Peerbot integration obviously does integrate, or that's the question, does it integrate with your Shopify theme, with the look and feel? But the theme is customizable. So essentially you can launch the community and then after you've launched it, you can use our theme selector to sort of tweak the colors, tweak the fonts, add your logo, add any kind of images that you want to the community page. Essentially with the Shopify integration, the community will live inside of an iframe that lives between your Shopify store's header and footer. So there'll be a section on the Shopify page for the community and everything from within the community you'll control via the Pureboard UI. Okay. What kind of homework does a merchant do before they approach you, before they want to integrate a community in their store? I'm not sure you really need a lot of homework. It's a pretty simple application to install. It literally takes around three minutes. I think the homework would rather better be spent on understanding their customers and deriving a solid purpose for their community. The tech side of it is not the difficult bit because everything's kind of taken care of. 
the more important focus should be, hey, what do I plan to do with this community? What do I want? What value do I want to give to my customers via the community? And what do I as a merchant expect to gain from the community as well? And then, you know, sort of focus on building out the structure and seeding the right types of content and inviting the right kinds of members. So that's where the homework I feel should be. That being said, we offer support on regular weekdays via chat, via email. So if anybody has any issues with installing the application, we're more than happy to help. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about the pricing. How much does it cost to use Peerboard? The most basic version or the starter plan starts at $29 and the most advanced versions, which come with all the features that we have to offer, it's $299 per month. And we offer an annual discount as well. Okay, cool. Where can people find out more about Peerboard? Uh, if you go to www.peerboard.com, you can find out more about the product and you can actually also participate in our own online community. We have a community at community.peerboard.com. I'm in there all the time. My colleagues are in there all the time. We have around, you know, four or 5,000 other people that are in there all the time and we're always helping each other out. So yeah, cool. I will put the links in the show notes and you're just one click away. Tarek, thanks so much for giving us an insight on how community building for Shopify merchants can work and should work. I think it's a very important aspect nowadays for every brand to build up their community to basically own the community and talking about owned marketing and that becomes more mm -hmm. and more important in times of raising costs for marketing. Thanks so much for your time and talk soon. Thank you very much, Klaus. It was nice to meet you. Take care. Don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode, Bundle Builder. Join thousands of Shopify entrepreneurs that use Bundle Builder to create custom product bundles that turn browsers into buyers and dramatically increases average order values. Install Bundle Builder today and get a free 30-day trial plus an onboarding call to help get you set up for success. Simply visit www.bundlebuilder.app or click the link in the show notes. Hey, Klaus here. Before you go, I would like to invite you to become part of the e-commerce merchant pro community to get actionable advice from other Shopify merchants who already have achieved what you are aiming for. Our community is a safe place to actively grow your online retail business with the support of the most amazing and helpful group of e-commerce entrepreneurs behind you. Running a Shopify business is tough. Don't do it alone. Join us now. It's free. You will find the link in the show notes. Also, if you think your online store has conversion or marketing issues and you would like to have a fresh set of eyes on your business, then drop me an email at klaus at klauslauter.com and let me know a little bit about your business. It might be beneficial for you to have me look over your store, offers, emails and ads and get an unbiased outside perspective and guidance to help you mo make most of your online business. And finally, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review in the app that you're listening so that I can get bigger and more impactful guests on the podcast. Thank you as always for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Until next time, and I talk to you soon.